This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush, rush. Now here's Bo Snerdly. So bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And them good old this will be the day. This is James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Anybody that grew up like I did listening to WABC radio, music radio, of course, I was fortunate enough to be the last music director here at WABC, as well as the first producer of talk programming. <clears throat> but this song was, of course, a classic on every rock and roll station in America. And in 2001, American Pie was voted number five in a poll of 365 songs of the century. The Recording Industry Association of America and the National Endowments for Arts compiled that list. This is the number five song of the entire 20th century. We have the songwriter, the performer, guitarist. Don McLean with us on the line. Welcome. How are you this afternoon, Mr. McLean? Well, I'm just fine. Thank you for having me uh, on your show. Can I call you Don, or would you prefer Mr. McLean? Uh, Don is just fine. Thank you. Like you are New Rochelle. You are a New Yorker. You are from New Rochelle. Yes, I was born in actually a place called Larchmont Woods, which was part of New Rochelle at that time, yes. And you were part, there is a story to be told. There is a documentary yet to be made about the Hudson Valley music scene. Some of the most amazing artists, such as yourself, Pete Seeger, but it even goes into jazz artists, were all part of this Hudson River music scene. It was just an incredible explosion of, of, of amazing artists, some who have uh, become internationally renowned, others who haven't but were indeed artists. What was it like for you coming up, your career, by the way? We could spend an hour or two on your biography. You've just gone through so much. What was it like being part of that music scene in New York? Well, um, it was like being the rookie on the Yankees or something. Uh, (laughs) You know, I had to to perform. I had to deliver. I hadn't done anything, and I was around a lot of people who had, uh, been very famous, and there were poets and writers, and it was a, the Hudson Highlands uh, was a very uh, artistic area, and so I think I I challenged myself a whole lot to do the best work that I could do all the time, and uh, I I really haven't had that since, you know, I've never been around anything like that since then. Wow, now you have had success as a composer, as a songwriter. And I Love You So, one of your compositions, recorded by Elvis Presley, Perry Cuomo, Helen Reddy, Glenn Campbell, 
American Pie, of course. I mean, what else can be said about American Pie? Madonna uh, in 2000 did it and had a hit record with it. Of course, you're, as we said in the, in the introduction, this is one of the most recognizable songs in American history. It is Americana. You captured something that is has become part of the soundtrack of your generation's life. When when you recorded this, did you know that you had something special? Well, it took forever to get the musicians to learn how to play it. Um, they didn't really know how to play it, and, and I didn't particularly like what they were doing. Uh, so we had a, a couple of three weeks maybe where I was saying, no, I don't like that. No, that's not right. And, uh, and then a man named Paul Griffin, uh, a, a wonderful piano player, came in, and he was chosen by Ed Freeman, who produced the record. And he played a kind of a, a gospel uh, rock and roll stride, I guess, piano, uh, because he heard my guitar in his ear, and I was pounding away on that Martin guitar of mine, and he said, well, I just couldn't miss. You know, I knew exactly what I had to do. Well, the other musicians, and many of them now take a lot of credit uh, for <laughs> the recording, that they were hearing that guitar in their ears, too. You know, it didn't mean a thing. So, you know, he really was the guy that saved the session, Paul Griffin. Wow. Now, you have something new coming out, which is why we asked you, well, one of the reasons why we asked you on the program. Um, we have a short time today. I'd love to have you back on our Saturday show when we have more time at some point. But you have... That's, yeah. Yeah, you have a new book coming out. Tell us about your book. Yeah, this is a children's book. It's called American Pie, A Fable. And it is a general idea of my childhood. When I was a, uh, I was a, uh, a paper boy, which is the only job I ever had. And some people <laughs> that we knew, uh, a lady named Judy Proffer, uh, who is the wife of a man named Spencer Crawford, who was publishing the book through some people that he works with, um, decided to write this book about a character called Donnie Boy. And Donnie Boy delivers the newspapers. And uh, so this this is how it got started. And it's been received. It's gotten tremendous reviews in the children's book world. And um, we're going to have another one called Vincent, which is going to come out, which is a little has a little artistic boy named Vincent and uh, the same kind of um, artwork and everything. So there'll probably be a series of these. That's awesome. The book is scheduled to be released on June 7th, Don McLean's American Pie, a fable. And it's being described, as you say, as a, uh, a story of a newspaper delivery boy set in the 1950s who discovers the joy of friendship and music, which, I mean, that just sounds like a very compelling make-you-feel-good story, and, boy, do we need a make-you-feel-good story right about now. Yeah, we also need a childhood. You know, I mean, uh, so much of everything now is taking its childhoods away from children. You know, they're, they're having to confront all this dreadful stuff at a very early age and the news and, you know, whatever. So um, these books, I think, will be very nice. And it's going to have this Donnie Boy character recurring. Uh, there'll be one called And I Love You So, and there'll be one called 
uh, castles in the air, and there'll be one called Tapestry about the environment. Um, so we're hoping for a total of five of these. Wow. Tapestry, of course, the album, your first album. I, I read, tell me if this is true. I read that you were turned down over 70 times by the record no, labels. No, it's about 30 times. I think. 30 times. Okay. Yeah. Well, still, that's a heck of a lot of time. And this goes to show all you aspiring <laughs> artists out there, by the way, yeah. don't give get up ready. if you get turned down. Just keep doing it. <laughs> right. Well, Don Wilk, we wish you tremendous success on these books. Again, like to have you back for a longer period of time, um, so well, we can I'd talk. Love to do that. I okay, really let's would. arrange we that. About, we can talk about Neurochell. We could talk about the Hudson Valley. We could talk about whatever you like. It's a pleasure to speak to you, and thank you thank for you. having me. I want to talk about all of it, and I also want to talk about the song that you didn't write, but you inspired and a partially inspired which has a wonderful history. We'll go out with, we'll come back in with that. And that would be something that Roberta Flack found tremendous success with. Among, yeah, and the Fugees. Softly, uh, is um, a song that was produced by a guy named Joel Dorn. He discovered Roberta Flack um, in a little nightclub in Washington. And he very carefully made two or three of the most lovely albums with her. And uh, he also made an album called Homeless Brother with Me, which had a little song called Wonderful Baby on it, which was his production. Uh, he's passed away now. But, uh, yeah, this is um, a story of um, actually it started through Laurie Lieberman, who came to see me and wrote a poem about me singing a song called Empty Chairs. And, right. Um, the poem was given to her managers, who were also songwriters, and they uh, wrote the song. It's an amazing story. You have just one of the most amazing careers, so we will invite you back to speak longer. Thank you for joining us. The book can be found, ladies and gentlemen, everywhere. If you go to Amazon right now, if you're not an Amazon fan, you can find it in other places. But the book is there. The re You can get a pre-release right now, and the book is officially released on the 7th of the month. Don McLean, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, and I'll look forward to sp speaking to you again. You sure will. Don McLean, ladies and gentlemen, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdy, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming back. Your calls, more news right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Bo Snurdly on 77 WABC.